0: My sweet Lord, Hare Krishna, my, my sweet Lord, yai. Okay, how about my sweet podcast? Um, Hey folks, we're a week behind. I'll give you an explanation when we get into it, but welcome back to the Harlan Highway. Glad you are here. What a tasty treat. All kinds of fun stuff here today. Uh, I'm going to be playing the second half of the live stand-up show I did while I was up here in Vancouver, Canada. Kind of an improvised set. We're going to play that later in the show. I I promised you that a few weeks ago. So staying true to my word, that's coming up. Also, uh, we are going to be doing the question of the day. Today's question of the day is a doozy. It's one that you've, I'm pretty sure it's something you all want answered and it's something you've all done. Okay? And then lastly, oh, my God, it's going to get a little more intense. I went in and got checked for cancer. Ooh, yeah. I'm going to tell you what I did, what led to it, what they found, which is a little scary, Oh, not really I don't want to alarm anybody, but anyhow and i'm gonna I'm gonna talk about you know going in and getting checked and uh suggesting that you do it as well so you can stay healthy. But what could be better for you than the Harland Highway? You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway I'm out here for you. You don't know what it's like to be me out here for you. It's like I picked the wrong week to quit smoking. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you. It's like I picked the wrong week to quit drinking. I make you laugh, I'm here to fucking amuse you. You're riding down the Harland Highway with Harland Williams. I'd buy that for a dollar. What was it we had for dinner tonight? Well, we had a choice, steak, fish. Yes, yes, I remember. I had lasagna. What do you mean funny? Funny how? How am I funny? It's like I picked the wrong week to quit amphetamines. she a thought for Samantha say. Welcome to the Harland Highway. I picked the wrong week to quit blue. Okay, okay, settle down, everyone. I know you think I was kidnapped or I've gone missing or I'm lost in the Amazon, which maybe I am. Maybe I'm podcasting from deep... In the heart of the Amazon jungle, monkeys and killer ants and crawling stingrays and fire wasps. No, 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 no. I'm saying this because it's rare that I miss a podcast. You know, I do it every Monday and every Thursday. And I think we've been doing this for five years now, maybe. Good Lord. A long time. And for those of you that have been with me from the start, thank you. Um And for anyone new, welcome and uh blah 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 but but i I rarely miss a podcast um no matter where I am what i 'm doing, I try to uh, make it happen. I try to lay down a podcast and and last week, I was just so slammed. I had so much going on, I was traveling, I was traveling, flying, I was between Los Angeles, I was between Vancouver. I'm shooting a sitcom, I'm dealing with some other issues and uh I just couldn't get the time to lay down the magic ladies and gentlemen. So uh here we are and uh we're back on track and uh you know, hopefully uh this doesn't happen. But like I said, I think I think over the course of the whole podcast history I I don't think I've missed more than th- maybe 3 4 Over the years, so I'm doing pretty good. So please forgive and forget, and uh, let's move on. Let's talk about important things and stop wasting our time with this. And when I say important things, I mean, how about this? Um, The Harland Highway question of the day let's start right there Raj what do you think let's get right into it the Harlan Highway question of the day let's do it the Harlan Highway question of the day okay here's the big question of the day why do we do this what we all do it if you have a driver's license you've done it and you're probably sitting there going I haven't done it and I'm telling you yeah you've done it and you're like well what have I done and I'm like I'm gonna tell you what you've done And you're probably like, well, I've never done it. If it's coming out of his mouth, I've never done it. And I'm like, yes, you have. And you're like, well, hurry up and tell us what we've done. (sighs) So here it is. My question of the day is when you are with someone in your car or you're around someone you know in your car. And let's say you're driving and you drop them off at their house, at their apartment, at the mall, wherever. And you they've been in your car for who knows how long. It could be five minutes, could be uh, five hours, who knows. You've been in the car spending time together. You drop your friend off or the other person off, and you say goodbye. They lean down into the, okay, goodbye, see you, Harlan, thanks a lot. That was really fun, really had a good time at the petting zoo with the porcupines. Um, you know you do your big goodbyes, you hug, you kiss, you slap each other on the back. it's over. They get out of the car, slam the car door slams, they turn to walk away, and what do you do? You get on the horn and you do this why what why do you do it what Why do we do it? And I told you you've done it, you didn't believe me, but you've all done it. you honk. You honk at your friend or your family member as they're walking away, as you're pulling away. Why? You were just with them. You just spent time with them. You just did a long goodbye. But for some reason, you need to let them know that you're leaving again. What is the honk for? It's like, okay, this seals the deal. I was just going to park out here in front of your house. I was I was going to sit here with the motor running, but uh this I'm gonna listen to this okay now I'm out of here that means it's official it's all or it's almost like saying goodbye again isn't it it's like a, it's, it's an extra goodbye it's like you're you you say goodbye you start driving away eh, eh. oh just in case you didn't get enough goodbyes out of me there's another one you know, I'm just honking to let you know I'm leaving. That I'm still here, but I'm leaving. You know, in case you were wondering where I went eight feet ago. I'm right here. I'm now. I'm twelve feet. It's like, good lord. And I'm sure. I'm sure the people around you never appreciate it. Cause you know when you're driving and you hear a horn, you're like, "Hey, what, what, what what's that? What the? Who, why are we honking? Is someone, someone going crooked? Someone going to hit me? What, what's that?" Little they know, it's you honking goodbye to your friend that you already spent three minutes saying goodbye to. What is that? I mean, you don't you don't go to a party and you meet someone and you go, "Hello, my name's Harlan Williams. Nice to meet you." And then you walk over. To the uh, snack tray, get a shrimp popper, and then come back to the same person. And go, hello, I'm Harlan Williams. Nice to meet you. <laughs> and then honk in their face. You know. So what? What's with the the, the extended goodbye? <laughs> I think we've all done it. It's like I get it. You're leaving. Just go. Quit telling me you're leaving. Quit. Enough with the secret signals. <laughs> What, the English language isn't good enough for you? You, The words goodbye can't be final? You have a need to give me some kind of a honking horn instrument? I mean, God, why not just pull an orchestra out of the back truck and, uh, you know, some guy with a French horn and a piccolo and a tuba, and they could do Tychowski's uh, 14th concerto. (laughs) and just play out there on the sidewalk just to seal the deal. I'm leaving, but before I go, I want you to hear Tychowski's, Beethoven's Fifth Symphony here. So I'm just a little miffed. I'm a little confused. Why do we do it? Why do we honk after we've already said goodbye? Roger, that is the Harland Highway question of the day, the Harlan Highway question of the day. All right, let's enough with the honking. I feel like Aunt Ruthie's gonna show up any second. Um, <laughs> so there you go. There's the Harlan Highway question of the day, and um, let's move on to something I promised you guys uh, a few weeks ago. I had uh, I had played some uh, live stand-up where I, I told you I had uh, dropped in at a local comedy club up here. I'm in Vancouver, Canada, British Columbia on the west coast of Canada. And I'm shooting my uh, sitcom up here for season two. And uh, there's a local comedy club called The Mix, and I like to drop in there and just kind of work out new material and practice stuff and... You know, sometimes I'll throw in an oldie and see if I can refine it, or sometimes I'll do a newie, or I'll, sometimes I'll just talk to the crowd and see what comes out, and maybe uh, something comes out that I can use, I can keep. Um, so uh, I played you uh, a segment of, of that stand-up set uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I promised you I'd play you the, uh, the, the back half of it. Uh, in an upcoming podcast so why not do it right now Uh, here we go back to the comedy mix in uh, Vancouver, BC and this was me just up on stage winging it, goofing with the crowd seeing if I can get some laughs, find some new material and I hope you enjoy it Uh, this is the second half and we'll finish it up, here we go (laughs) I'll tell you what's fun about being in Western Canada. Anybody here from Western Canada? Where are you, gang? (laughs) Where are you from, kid? Right there with the hand halfway up, unenthused. Abbotsford. Abbotsford? Where's that guy? (laughs) Just down that way. way. (laughs) Thanks, Google Maps. (laughs) Yep. being in Cranbrook. What's that guy? Like it's like being in Cranbrook. like being in Cranbrook. See how hard comedy is, sir?
1: That's <laughs> <laughs> why those big
0: fucking lights are shining here, sir. You <laughs> having <laughs> any valuable lessons That's tonight, good. are you, sir? <laughs> You're a good guy. What's your name? The guy that just yelled out Cranbrook, sir. Over here, talking to a guy that just yelled out Cranbrook. <laughs> what is it? Spock. Spock. <laughs> Let me ask you this, Spock. You ever pull your nutsack right over your face? You're Freddy Krueger? Here's what I like about being out in Western Canada, man. And I think you can back me up on this because you, you have a good read on me. This lady here has a good bead on me, gang, okay? I'm sure you've heard that saying. there, huh? That guy's got a bead on me. No? <laughs> Sorry. He's never been in a hospital. <laughs> this chick here has a good bead on me, sir. How about you? You got a good bead on me, guy? I can go with no. You're going to go with no. <laughs> Ever heard this sound? Dr. Smith to the surgery, Dr. Smith to the surgery. Four o'clock, sir. You don't know what that is. <laughs> You know, ma'am, that I like Western Canada because of the dinosaurs, We're huh? oh, very close to the drum hella. Have you ever been to the drum heller and dug up for fossilized dinosaur bones? Have you ever got down on your knees into the drum hellas and looked around for stegosaurus bones? Have you ever crawled around in your little school girl dressed in drum hella and looked for stegosaurus chibias? That's right, I drink my water like a rattlesnake. It's okay i to find the bodies. <laughs> I love dinosaurs is what I'm getting at, my love. Me and you can talk about it later. Um, but dinosaurs are a bit of a mystery to us as human beings. I think there's a lot of mystery over here on the wall that surrounds Extinction of dinosaurs? How about you guy? How do you think the dinosaurs went extinct, my friend? I heard of the big bang. Help <laughs> the fuck off. Man. That's actually a life service, sir, okay? ever heard the word reverse, my friend? <laughs> About you, Team Wolf.
1: Hair. how do you think
0: <laughs> dinosaurs went extinct, little buddy? I'm gonna say meteor. Meteor, okay. There's a good guess, huh? You're both wrong. Here's <laughs> how dinosaurs went extinct. Dinosaurs were not killed by a meteor. Dinosaurs were not eradicated by the Big Bang. <laughs> so she said, uh, um, Dinosaurs went extinct, ladies and gentlemen, because dinosaurs were eaten by rocks. (laughs) Think about it. Every time you cut open a rock, there's a fucking dinosaur. Our fossil's going to look like huh? when the human race goes along and vanishes. Huh? We're not here forever, kid. Huh? Don't fool yourself. Sure, we're at the top of the food chain. Huh? We dominate all the other species. Huh? Don't kid yourselves gang. We're here for a brief little window. And then humanity, gone. <clears throat> like a popcorn fart at a cineplex. <laughs> <laughs> How are they going to dig our bones up the future species that inhabit the earth, huh? Going to dig up bones, human beings and bowling poses? <laughs> human beings sitting at their computers typing fossilized skeletons of human beings, huh? Yodeling? I don't know. Someone write me some material right now. Made in China. What's that, buddy? Made in China. Remember earlier, sir, when I said... The- <laughs> Although that was better than that what wasn't. the fuck I had, wasn't <laughs> it? Give him a hand. He's real good. I got time for one more quickie, and then Daddy's gotta fly over to Tim Hortons and get a hot chocolate
1: and a fucking
0: honey maple onion bun or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> let's get to, let's get a topic from the crowd. This has been all me, hasn't it, Guy? Let's get a topic out of the crowd, and then I'll wrap up on that. How is How it's with Anderson. What's that? What, what, what was that one? <inaudible> <inaudible> Bluebird. Tinder. <inaudible> Tinder. Okay, man, sure, Tinder. What the fuck was that? Uh, want someone to come over and drop worms in your mouth? Tinder. Uh, yeah. yeah. Tinder. Tinder is... Little shavings of wood that we use to start a fire. Fire needed by human beings to generate warmth in order to survive. Human beings who have the capacity to think above and beyond any other living organism. Human beings that try to comprehend a universe so vast, so endless, so timeless that... We can never comprehend it. But because we can't comprehend it, ma'am, I cannot do a joke here. <laughs> so thanks for fucking up the show. You've been great, folks. Enjoy your other community. Thank you very much. God bless. God bless. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thanks. It's it's as if I'm still there, isn't it? Uh, So I hope you like that. Um, That was the tail end of uh, the uh, improv set I did. And, uh, you know, I'll bring some more of those to you as I lay them down. I think they're kind of fun. They got that real raw kind of live crowd feel. And uh, as you can tell, not all of my bits are winners kind of don't like to really expose people to that but i thought you know what this this is my podcast these are my peeps this is these are the pavement pounders if they can take the good they can take the bad um so anyways there we go um i wanted to switch gears to something a little more serious and uh you know this is something maybe i'm going to urge you guys to do you guys and gals Um, this happened to me, uh, I don't know, a number of years ago, I guess, I guess about four years ago, uh, had a friend, I was dating a girl and, uh, she went into a dermatologist of all things. And, uh, she got some kind of random check and turns out she had like a little freckle in between her toes. You know where you're in between your toes, where the, where the webbing is, where, where, where you look at it and you realize you know, I'm probably half frog. Because uh, we, we all have those little... If you pull your toes apart, there's weird little tiny webs in there. We're either part duck or part frog, or I think I might be part salamander or something. And she had a little freckle in between one of her toes, and it turns out it was, like, cancerous. Okay? So, um, and apparently in between the toes is a very common place for, like, skin cancer, little cancer things to show up. I had no idea. I was totally, like, illuminated. I was like, what, really? Why would cancer want to be in between your toes? But I guess, you know, cancer's a sneaky, sneaky thing. It's a crafty old killer. And cancer's probably like, I know where they'll never look. In between the webbing on their feet. I'll hide in the salamander cracks. So sure enough, she has this little freckle. Turns out it's cancerous, and she has to get it cut out and blah, blah, blah. So it was kind of painful for her, you know, a few days not being able to walk very well. and I mean, feel the skin in between your toes. It's tender, man. That is some tender, tender flesh in there because it, it never gets any use. You, you think about it. Most of the skin on your body comes into contact with something. Your clothing, your fabric, you touch it to the wall, you, you press it on the ground, you lay it on the bed, <laughs> your clothes touch it. When you think about it, in between your toes, unless you reach in there and touch it with your fingers, it, it probably most of your life never gets touched. It's probably some of the purest epidermis on your whole body because you don't really wash it ever. You don't you know, Unless you're a foot-washing fanatic. But it doesn't get itchy in there. You never scratch in there. I mean, unless you got foot fungus. So it's kind of this dead zone that you wouldn't think to look at or inspect. So, anyways, she found this little uh, cancer. thing, got it cut out, and uh, and then uh, and then that got me thinking. And uh, and. Uh, She said to me, she said, you know, have you ever had your body, you know, scanned? And I go, what do you mean? She's like, well, you know, you just go in and you get down to your underpants and the dermatologist looks all over your body for little bumps or moles or freckles or lesions or welts or warts or whatever. And I'm like, ew. No. Um, And she said, well, you should. And then I was like, "Geez, you know what? They found like a lump in between your toes. Maybe I should." So sure enough, this is about four years ago. I go in and uh, I get down to my skivvies in front of the dermatologist, and she's looking all over me. And uh, before I went in, I'd noticed like a little, uh, little like rise in my skin on my back shoulder. It's just like a little bump, it looked like uh, it wasn't didn't have any coloration. It wasn't brown. It wasn't dark. You always hear that oh the uh, the skin cancers are uh, big brown blotches or uh, weird blotches. So this was just like a little rise in my skin. Like I, I you know I didn't even notice it. I just happened to see it because I was suddenly I was a little more conscious of my body. And uh, I go into the doctor, and I, I said, oh, by the way, well, you know, I don't think this is anything, but you want to look at that? So she got a little thing, and she she took a little, like, cut out of it, a little skin sample, and they sent it into the lab. And sure enough, it, was, it wasn't like a lethal form of skin cancer, but it, it was one of those things that could have developed. It was like precancerous or something. And it could develop into... Can't skin cancer or whatever or melanoma or whatever and and by the way don't don't be deceived. According to dermatologists, skin cancer melanomas are a, a lethal form of cancer. Apparently, once you once you get the melanoma and it's in a full blown cancer stage, it it apparently it moves rapidly and it can be very lethal. Now I'm not a doctor, so I'm kind of quoting what I've heard, but it scared me, man. I mean, any kind of cancer is scary, right? But I didn't realize that that uh, skin cancer, melanoma, is is like you're in trouble if you get the, you know the real stuff, the severe stuff. It just crawls all over you like a vine. So anyway, she got this thing out, and uh, you know, then I had to go back in and have a little session where she just cut it out, and that was the end of it. It was gone. And then, uh, you know, I had a few little dry patches on my body. And and what they do is they get a little, it look, looks like a welder's torch. And they get, uh, what's that stuff called? The, uh, the uh, you know, the, uh, oh, God. What is it? It's like that frozen, it's like that real frozen stuff. If you put your hand in it, your handle, like, freeze instantly. It's, it's like a, looks like mist. Looks like, like, uh, Fog, oh God, I feel like such an idiot i'm not I'm not thinking of the name of it, but anyways, they concentrated in like this welders torch and they they kind of blast it on your little dry patches, and it kind of burns it feels like you're being burned with a match or something, and it it like burns off the bad patches of skin on your body, okay, so i, I I've had a few little dry patches, I think we all do. And uh, and that was it. So so um, all of a sudden, it's like four years later, and I thought, you know, I'm going to go in again. You know, this is probably something I should do every year. So I go in again, and sure enough, there's like a little thing on my chest. Like it felt like a zit, or it felt like a little patch of sunburn. It was kind of like irritating me a little bit. And so going to the dermatologist, get down to the Ginchies Crunch. She she takes a, a scalpel and cuts a piece of the skin off, sends it in for the test. And uh, once again, it was the same thing. It was like a, a non lethal, non can you know It's one of those things. If you left it for you know seven years, it would probably blow up into something. But still, it's nice to know you what you got and and you get it off your body. So here's where I'm going with all this. This long winded stuff there's a lot of things out there where you don't think about it like me i'm a bit of a doofus like i I never would have thought to go to see a dermatologist so what i'm saying to you guys because i care about you and i'm looking out for you and and i want you to be healthy and safe uh if you haven't done it it might be time for you to just set an appointment with a dermatologist. Look one up, uh, you know, on your computer. Uh, Google it. Find one in your area. And go in. And it's pretty painless. You, you get down to your undies, and the dermatologist kind of looks over your whole body, uh, in your feet, on your uh, legs, on your chest, in your, in your scalp, on your face. And they just check for any of that stuff that could lead to problems. And boom, you're in, you're out. And uh, and the good news is uh, if you don't have anything, you just say, okay, I'll see you next year. And if there is something that you didn't even think you might have, they, they can catch it. So anyways, I know you always hear these people going on about get your colon checked and have a cancer check and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. You probably should, but this one's easy. This one doesn't involve something going up your butt, thank God. But uh, So if if you've never done it, I'm just recommending it. I'm suggesting it to you pavement pounders to go in and uh, get the old uh, one-over on your whole body and make sure there uh, ain't nothing there that uh, could lead to trouble. That's it. Simple. So there you go. little little, uh, little tip-rooney for, for you folks, from me to you. <laughs> from uh, cancer scab Willie over here to you. Um, and I'm going to leave it there. I think that's a good place to go. I, I keep it in your head that you uh, you get on Google and look someone up and go, go to your uh, dermatologist. Um, and uh, also, while you're at it, go to harlemwilliams.com. Check out the, uh, the website. Uh, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Just click on the button there. You can uh, check my stand-up schedule. You can uh, you can do all kinds of things in there. Go to the store, buy some merchandise, all that stuff, and um, and tell your friends about the Harland Highway, and uh, we want to get everyone on board so they can uh, have some laughs and go to the dermatologist. What? Uh, So that's it, folks. Once again, sorry we missed a week. I try not to let that ever happen, but uh, I was just over friggin' loaded. So we're back on track. Hope you had some laughs here today. We'll be back on uh, Monday, and that is that. Until next time, get that skin checked and chicken chow mein, baby.